What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Pod. I'm your host, Julian, and today, brand new episode of the pod for your ass. Anyway, guys, uh, we have a brand new theme here on the pod today. We're going to do top 15 films from each decade that we were alive in. Um, I'm going to explain it a little bit more on the pod, but uh, it's a great episode. Uh, this episode, we're going to highlight the 90s. We're going to talk about some of our favorite films. There are rules, so make sure you pay attention to the rules. And um, don't roast me for my opinion or Mondi's opinion. These are our opinions on our favorite slash best films. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> enjoy for your listening pleasure. Guys, if you're listening to the pod, please hit that subscribe button. It really does help the pod grow. And uh, if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star review. That's it. Let's go ahead and get right to the episode. Mondi. Hey. Let's get it, man. We got a juicy one today. We got a great one. Is, is your brainchild uh, for once, bitch? Uh, we didn't uh, have to say that. But why? Okay. It is. No, it is. It doesn't it, matter. It, no, credit needs to go where credit's due, and you have a great pot idea. Go ahead and explain it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, essentially, we're going to list, debate, and discuss our top 15 films from every decade. Well, not and every decade. Not, not, let me finish, please. Okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, the decades are <laughs> that. The, the the decades that we chose are from the 90s, the 2000s, and 2010s. Now, obviously, we chose. Well, I chose those decades because those are the decades that we actually watched the most films. I, I would I would imagine and we're alive. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously, yeah, we were both born in the 90s, so <laughs> yeah. we were alive. We watched films then, but um, the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 30s. I'm not doing that. So, uh, well, I could probably, Casablanca I could, number one. <laughs> I, I, I could probably do the 80s, but I'm cool. Anyway, um, we're gonna start off with the 90s, mm-hmm. and uh, there are a few rules. Um, so originally it started out as top 10 and we had to, we, we, we just had to go to 15 yeah. just because, uh, like you said, a, a decade is just, it's just a lot of content. Yeah. So, um, we had to do top 15 films and even then it was still incredibly hard and super hard. I found myself having 30 to 40 movies per decade. Um, and I had to make some tough choices. I know you did too. I had to make some tough choices about you know some of my favorite films like they may not be the best mm-hmm. but you know they're some of my favorite films to watch so um let's just get into it man oh and the only rule that i, I that i made was that there's no animated films that's mm-hmm. going to be a different list altogether these yeah. are all live action so there's no lion king in the 90s mm-hmm. there's no incredibles in the 2000s and there's no whatever in the 2010s so and also just want to touch on something real quick i just want to explain to the audience my criteria it's yeah not, my it's not it's not my my criteria might be different than yours but mm-hmm. So I can essentially have three lists per decade because I can have a best 15 mm-hmm. and a favorite, a favorite 15, but I've chosen to do my top 15. And I wanted to explain that distinction just real quick. Best, obviously, is the best crafted film from an, uh, a cinematography standpoint, acting, all that good stuff. Uh, those are like the best crafted films. Uh, favorite is obviously self-explanatory. Those are the movies that you just enjoy the most. I try to do a blend of both worlds and try mm-hmm. to give you guys... The best movies also combine with movies that gave me the most entertainment value as well. So mm-hmm. just want to let you guys know these aren't my necessarily best movies per decade or my favorite, but hopefully it's a good blend of the uh, of the both of those criteria. Okay. So yeah. I did That's something. just mine. That's just yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I did something uh, similar to where I I definitely chose movies that, that I just like. There are things in here like as soon as I say them, you're going to be like, wow. Mm-hmm. But like these movies I love mm-hmm. and like I, I just couldn't leave them off a list. Mm-hmm. I think that they mean something to the decade that they were in. Yeah. And obviously, like there, there, there are just movies that that I, that I couldn't ignore as far as greatness goes as well. Yeah. But uh, bringing that up, there are movies that people deem as great that I do not. 
like the Titanic. I'm, that's just not on my list. I, I, I don't want to hear it. Avatar. That's just not on my fucking list. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pe- people deemed him as great. They made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I personally were, were not a fan of either one of those films. So just because and they made a lot of James money. Cameron, that's interesting. Both by James. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because they made a lot of money or they had critical acclaim doesn't mean that they're going to be on my list. So, yeah. Um, and we're, we're, we're going to do five. We're going to let we're going to let Monty do five. I'll do five just to make sure that uh, we keep the conversation going. But yeah, Monty, let's get into it, man. Give me your top 15, starting with 15 through 10, I guess. Uh, 15 through 11. Whatever from the 90s. All right. And uh, so, yeah, so my I did 1991 to 1999. Oh, I'm sorry. 1991 to 2000. Sorry. Uh, oh, why? Well, that's a decade. But that's not the 90s. The 90s is 1990 to 1999. It is, isn't it? Yes, that's literally what the 90s are. All right. Well, <laughs> God, that's just my list. Sorry. I'm, I don't know why I thought of it like that. Um, but yeah, so at my 15 spot, I have... Now, this is a movie that... It's funny you just said that. Like I have one that you're going to laugh at because you're definitely going to laugh at this one. But okay. This is not for shock value, guys. This is literally my my 15. Okay. Uh, don't laugh at me. Store Little. Oh, my fucking... <laughs> listen, 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 listen. That, 19- wasn't, that wasn't even in my pool of movies. That's fine. That's fine. And I... I imagine we're going to have some crossover and some distinctions, yes. which I'm excited to see what you have that's different than mine. But I'm serious, guys. Number 15 is Stuart Little. Now, obviously, is it the best crafted film of the 1990s? No. But <laughs> I couldn't leave off the list because what you said earlier, like this movie means so much mm-hmm. to me. And everybody has their own movies that kind of mean yep. what, something to them because of nostalgia or whatnot. But mm-hmm. they could have easily just did a, a movie about a fucking rat. Or, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, a mouse, should I say. Um, <laughs> who's adopted by a family. And, you know, he goes through the little hijinks of being a mouse in a human family. But they kind of took, you know, they kind of took it a little overboard here in a good way by there's actual themes of family. Like, what does family really mean? Because in the movie, he meets his biological. Have you ever seen Story Little? I have. Okay, he I meet, like Story Little. Okay, I he, just don't <laughs> love it enough to put it on this. But. He meets his biological family, which are other two two other mice. Mm-hmm. And he has a, a, a kind of like in a conundrum. Like, do mm-hmm. I choose my my, bio, my biological family because they mean, mm-hmm. you know. Or the family life. that raised me. Yeah. yeah. And I think they just presented some really cool themes. I love the side characters, Snowball, all of them. Uh, I had to put it in my top 15. So, Stuart Little <laughs> in my 15. Yes. <laughs> Starting off on a. Uh, Stuart fucking Little. Yes. <laughs> At number 14, I have Sister Act 2, 1993 okay. Sister Act 2. Okay. My um, grandma loves this movie, back by the way. Back in the habit. Yep. Uh, yeah, so Whoopi Goldberg at the uh, height of her powers. At the height of her powers. <laughs> height of her powers. <laughs> and if you love music, I mean, this movie just has some amazing music. We have a young Lauren Hill. Uh, of course, we have the solo about a guy, I forgot his name, he, he was a boy. Um, he like writes songs now, but mm-hmm. that high note that he hit is iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, but even besides the music, guys, just, just a great feel-good story um, about... It's such an interesting concept, like nuns, and they have to teach the at-risk youth, mm-hmm. um, you know, life and, and through music. And I just, I think it's a beautiful movie. I love Sister Act too. Yep. Uh, uh, I, I'm sorry, Mike. I don't mean yeah. to interrupt. One quick thing, guys. There, there, there are so many movies. There yeah. are so many movies, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come out and say it. Uh, neither one of those movies was even in my pool of movies that I had. And I, I, in the '90s, I had the most movies of 45, but. Um, uh, there's just no way that mm-hmm. we're gonna be able to touch on everything. So if we if we miss your favorite, don't hate us. But yeah, yeah go ahead, continue. Just our opinions. Yeah. At thirteen, I have where's my thirteen? Jurassic Park. Okay. Nineteen ninety three Jurassic Park, iconic uh, in its own right. Now now we're on Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, yay. <laughs> but this is this is what started it off. Steven Spielberg, you know, doing what he does best. The practicality of the effects still holds up amazing today. Yep. Alan Grant, like all these are like super iconic characters. The, the theme itself is iconic within itself. Just mm-hmm. this whole movie just screams iconic, yep. and uh, it still holds up amazing to this day. I, I watch it every now and then. So, mm-hmm. 
Uh, at my number 12 slot, I have the movie Seven, 1995. Mm. Uh, Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. Uh, this movie, oh my God. Like This is kind of what the Riddler off the Batman that came out this year, his character was kind of based off of John Doe from this movie uh, to some extent. Um, and just one of the best twists I've ever seen in the movie at the end. What's in the box? What's in the box? Mm-hmm. Uh, just a super hyper thriller. Uh, kept me engaged even as a child. And when you go back and watch it as an adult, definitely still holds up and you see a lot more things as well. And last, for my uh, bottom five of my of my top fifteen, uh, my number eleven slot is the Fifth Element, nineteen ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis. Uh, mm-hmm. We just discussed in our last news pod. Unfortunately, he's having some brain. Um, his brain is like deteriorating, and he's having like some kind of form of Alzheimer's. Um, so uh, he's a legend. Though. This movie was amazing. It's just so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, we have Chris Tucker is some kind of Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Gary Oldman's an amazing villain. Just, mm-hmm. a, just a super original movie. I think it's based off a comic book. I could be wrong on that, um, but yeah, it's, I just loved how different it is. And of course, the, one of the most iconic scenes is the blue alien singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like yes. it's just so weird, but it's it's still just a good movie. It has some good themes throughout it. So I had to yep. put Fifth Element in my eleven slot. Go love ahead. it, yeah. love it, love it, love it. Um, okay, so in in the nineties, uh, like I said, I had a lot of films. Uh, there, there's like a lot of films that I love, but as I was doing my list, I I, I just couldn't could not add them so it's very unfortunate but um oh i have one honorable mention in that scream uh west craven's 1995 scream the very first one uh this was like so so difficult because i've wanted i, I really wanted to, to make the 15 but after i looked at what i had I, I just didn't think that it replaced anything as far as uh as far as like that that period piece and being as good or having as much uh, value to me personally. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't want to give it an honorable mention. Wes Craven's Scream, the very first one. Guys, if you have not seen it, it is a great, great movie. Great movie. Okay, number 15, <clears throat> The Parent Trap. Now, Ooh, Lindsay Lohan, we're talking one. about the height of her motherfucking powers, yeah. bitch. Oh, my God. That's a great um, one. First of all, guys, th- this movie came out when I was a child. I, I thought there was two of them. Okay, me too. <laughs> me too. I did for a I long time. I thought there was two of them. I was yeah. like, "This is amazing." Acting. Like, yeah, <laughs> I have claws, and you don't. Um, yeah, I, I I love 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 this movie. This is this is one of those dumb comedy feel good movies that that I'm absolutely going to pass down to my children if I ever have them. God forbid. And um, I, I I just love everything about this movie, man. Like, it's just a great story. E- easy to easy to uh, latch on to. And uh, just a whole bunch of iconic moments. Uh, Meredith Blake, I love you, baby. And uh, yeah, uh, number fourteen, I have Speed. Keanu mm, Reeves. Great um, uh, Keanu Reeves coming in. Uh, this is where he kind of made his his real entry into like the major Hollywood scene with this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sandra Bullock, looking good, looking like a white queen. <laughs> like a white queen. <laughs> but I mean, like this 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 movie spawns so many horrible sequels. But <laughs> that just no. I mean, but. That just means that the original was so good. Like yeah. it had had a really great premise. Uh, really, like it, it's, this is like a really good thriller. Like, what would you fucking do? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I really love Speed. I think uh, Ambulance, Michael Bay's new movie, captures that as well. Like, try to capture that what Speed did. All right. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so number thirteen, I have. You're gonna laugh, but <laughs> I have Blade. Okay, now hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me sir, out. Sir, I'm not laughing at all. Hear me out. Oh, you're not? Okay, no, good. My face is straight. Wesley Snipes, bitch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he did what he motherfucking did. He doesn't get enough credit for what he started mm-hmm. with this Marvel shit. But uh, motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, first of all, th- this is like this is like a blend of action, horror, kung fu, like every fucking genre that I really enjoy. 
Um, I'm glad that they went rated R with it. Like looking back, like when I was a kid when this movie came out, I didn't really realize how rated R it was. I guess like I didn't realize like all the 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 blood and shit that they had in there and like the the gore. But looking at it now, it, it's it's been on Netflix for a few years, so I've like rewatched it a few times. Like it's really good. It still yeah. holds up really well. Mm-hmm. Um, number twelve, I have The Wood. I couldn't leave this movie off, man. Like this, this is another one of those movies that I'm pretty sure we talked about this during the uh, coming of age pod. coming of age pod. Yes, which you guys should also listen to a really great pod, uh, man. Like just talk about the, that story of four guys growing up together, one of them going through a huge life event, um, and them just reminiscing on old times. It has really good quotables, uh, really good movie, just really wholesome movie. Number eleven, Mondi, we're out of eye. The Fifth Element, bruh. This mm. movie is amazing 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 i absolutely yeah. love this movie just like you said shout out to bruce willis uh going through uh a phrase or something like that aphasia something like that yeah he's like losing cognitive function in his brain which is very sad um but in in the in in the late 80s in in this period of the 90s he was at the height of his powers mm-hmm. just doing banger to banger this is when die hard with the vengeance came out die hard 2 um and of course the fifth element man he i think that bruce willis took a chance on this movie personally uh, but him him being the star and being able to anchor it really held this movie together, bro. But like you said, like it has a really great cast: Gary Oldman, Chris Tucker, uh, the beautiful woman who plays Lilu. I can never, never remember her fucking name. Um, She's a star of the other Resident Evil. Movies. Yeah, she is. Mila uh, Djokovic. Mila Djokovic. Thank you. Yeah. Um, she was awesome. Uh, Lilu Dallas Multipass. And uh, yeah, I love this movie. I love this movie. Uh, I'm gonna hand it back over to you. Let's go to your ten through six. All right, ten through six. Uh, popping off number ten is Men in Black, 1997. Oh, okay. Uh, now this I didn't know it was based off a comic book when it first came out. So to right. me, this was just like totally original IP, and it was so dope to me. Like first of all, having a black lead in Will Smith, my favorite actor, mm-hmm. but he paired so well with Tommy Lee Jones. Whoever decided to do that casting, because in the comics there aren't two black and white dudes as the main characters. So whoever decided to pair these two starkly different actors, uh, it worked. It panned out because I yep. love I love their chemistry. Even in the movies that aren't as good as this one, uh, their chemistry always just kind of what holds it together and. Uh, yeah, this movie is just such a weird. It's like I, as you, there's like a theme here, with like the Fifth Element and Men in Black. Like '90s just does a great job of capture capturing weird kind of ideas and fleshing them out and making making them like original IP. And those are the kind of movies that kind of stand the test of time when you look back. And so I really enjoyed Men in Black as well. Uh, number nine for me is Matilda. 1996 is Matilda. Oh, uh, this is a movie that. Every 90s kid has seen yep. uh, and, and holds dear to their heart to some extent. Crazy. And yeah. Matilda mm. is just such a, oh my, such a sweet movie. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just something that you can always throw on. And even as an adult, it's going to always give you back those those feels and that nostalgia. And so I had to put Matilda, uh, Matilda on there. Shout out to Danny DeVito. Yes. Uh, number eight. Now, Batman and Robin. Now. Oh! <laughs> I left it on my list. I was like, I can't do uh, it. But I, I love this movie, nigga. I, I had to go for it. Bro. Now, obviously, hearkening back to what I just said, this is not a good movie. No. And, I, and, I, and I, I'm cool with that. Yes. But I'd be goddamned if I didn't put this movie Ew. on my list. I, I love it, bro. I love it. I, I, I love I, it. I remember watching this movie literally every day as a child and um, all day, every day. And my parents were like, can you watch something else, please? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even want to hear that shit in the background anymore. But in the ages of today where everything, you know, everything Batman related is dark Super and grounded. Serious. This is just such a good thing to kind of revisit and go back to. And, and it has yep. such endearing characters. Like, mm-hmm. people say that George Clooney or Arnold Schwarzenegger phoned it in. I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> uh, they leaned into <laughs> what they were given. Exactly. And, and Joel Schumacher's Batman is always going to have a special part, special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven. Uh, Monty, real quick. Yeah. What killed the dinosaurs? The, the Ice Age! <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, okay. Bane had no fucking voice like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lo- love it all. 
Uh, number seven, Castaway, um, 2000s Castaway. Okay. I know that's not technically a 90s movie, but my, my list member is 1991 to 2000. Sorry, I fucked up. Doesn't make any sense, but okay. Uh, but yeah, I had Tom Hanks' Castaway in my number seven spot. Uh, this I just saw a tweet recently that was like, um, Tom Hanks made... Like, like it made you want to vote for a volleyball for best supporting actor, which was Wilson in that movie. Um, and so, just, just, just an amazing movie, man. He pretty much held it together by his damn self. Yep. And I can always appreciate when actors can do that and make the whole movie still enthralling. And then my number six by another two thousand movie, uh, Bring It On. Um, Ooh, this Queen is right here. No, that nigga. That's uh, bring, bring it down. Bring it <laughs> <out of> the house. <laughs> You're insane. Oh, shit. Yeah. Gabriel uh, Union? My yes. Uh, Kirsten Dunst, Gabriel Union. Yes. Oh, Bring fuck. it on. Uh, this is a cult classic for a reason. Guys aren't supposed to like this movie, but every guy secretly does, I think. I've never uh, seen this movie. Wow. In its totality. I've never seen this movie. Wow. Okay, yeah. Bring it on, man. It's, it's inspired a lot of movies like like it. Mm -hmm. um, of course, we have to bring it on all of the all or nothing, bring it on homecoming. We don't talk about those, but most <laughs> do have this little place in my heart, too. But anyway, the first original bring it on movie, cheerle it's more than just a cheerleading movie. It kind of dealt with uh, <laughs> appropriation and all that good stuff, and it, it did it in a very, like, 90, even though it's 2000, it's a very 90s kind of feeling movie. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I had to put Bring It On in there. It's such it's such, such impactful and it's made way for so many more movies after it. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, even though I don't, never seen it. Um, anyway. Like, uh, <laughs> what did you say you didn't watch it? Okay. Number 10. Um, I have Iron Monkey. Now, Ooh. I know a lot of people have not seen this movie in the States. Well, you should have. This is one of the greatest action, even, even to this day, this is one of the greatest action kung fu movies in, like, ever. Like, Donnie Yen... When he was like 25, like in his prime, this nigga was whooping ass. And uh, it, it, has, it has a really great, easy to follow story. Um, I think Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon took a lot of things from this film and, and made it their own, which they did in the 2000s. Um, but Iron Monkey is where it started for me. It has basically the same cast from that film that's in Crouching Tiger. And... Um, Bro, like they, it's it's just a performance, man. Like it's it's a it's a it's just it's just a Robin Hood story, but it's a uh, it, it has so many great actions, so many great Chinese actors who have made their way to the states uh, that, that that you'll recognize now. And like the, I I I can't I, I cannot understate how amazing the action scenes are in this movie. At number nine, Martin Lawrence. We haven't talked about Martin Lawrence at all. He he mm. had most of his things in the nineties. Yeah. A thin line between love and hate. Ooh, with, uh, I, with um, Lynn Whitfield. Yes. Okay. I, I am forever going to give this movie props, man. Like I, I, I saw this movie as a kid, as a teen, and as an adult, obviously. And like it, every time I, I watch it, it, it like it, it does something to me. Like th mm -hmm. th this movie just makes me feel. Mm -hmm. Um, a, a, another great performance from Martin Williams, which I don't think I've literally ever said. Uh, but Lawrence. Uh, yeah, like uh, yeah, a, a great performance mm -hmm. from Martin Martin Lawrence, where like he. He like really showed that he could fucking act, and uh, we we already know what what Lynn Whitfield does in this movie. Uh, she was amazing, but uh, it had a great surrounding cast. Sana Lathan, um, what's the nigga that's always on drugs? Uh, Bobby, uh, he's he's at the cocaine. Bobby, fuck, uh, I can't forget, I can't fucking remember his name, but him, he's in it. He's great, and um, but he he's he, he's in like a he's very popular. Like his name is Bobby. <sighs> I can't remember his name, guys. I'm sorry. I, I know you're killing me right now. I know you are. But anyway, uh, great movie. Number eight, American Pie. Now, I know that I'm black, and I'm not supposed to love these white guy classics, but <laughs> American Pie for me was probably the first movie that I can remember, aside from, like, The Wood, that had, like, a sex scene in it. Uh, or, like, you know, they almost had sex, I guess. But, um, yeah, like, this. first of all, this movie's hilarious. It's very relatable. 
Um, if, if, if you're a guy, like, I think you should watch this movie. I mean, it's literally about growing up and experiencing those pressures of having sex and sex being the most important thing to a guy and all that. Uh, really great, really funny. It spawned a whole bunch of horrible sequels, which, like I said before, that just means the original was great. Where am I? Number seven. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Now. Almost made my. <laughs> I, I had to scratch it off in the last second. No, 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 no. I'm not scratching nothing off. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Batman and Robin didn't make it, so this could. <laughs> God damn it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Home Alone 2, man. Kevin McAllister at the height of his power. Uh, or, sorry, Macaulay Culkin at the, the height of his powers. He would mm-hmm. never act again. That's okay. Um, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just this This is one of the rare instances where the sequel, in my in my opinion, the sequel is actually better than the original. I agree. They did everything right in the original, but they did everything right and more in the sequel, which is why I couldn't have the original on this list. I had to put the sequel. Um, New York City, like, this made New York City look like fucking Vegas to me. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, bro, like, oh, my God, like, New York City. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, like, um, like I'll, I'll never forget the scene as a kid where, where like, he, he gets in the cab and then he's like, it's so scary out there. And then the nigga turns around, look like Frankenstein. It's not much better in here, kid. They used to scare the fuck out of me as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, of course, all the hijinks with, um, you know, uh, Marv and everybody, man. Like, just a great movie. Uh, I don't know why. I was going to say Albertino. That's not his nigga's name. Um, what's the short man's name? Um, Danny DeVito? No. Uh, it's about, you're talking about, like, the, the tall, the, the, the criminals. Yes. Yeah. Uh, why am I blanking on his name? His name's not Albertino. It's... Uh, Oh, I know it. But yeah, anyway, anyway, he 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 gave a great, great performance. Uh, he's in all like the gangster movies. And yeah, stuff. exactly. Yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and in number six, let's move on to number six. Wow. Okay, I, I didn't do this on purpose. Number six is The Sixth Sense mm. with Bruce Willis again, again at the height of his powers. I see dead people. Um, your boy, uh, the Dis- ambulance. Jesus. Well, I'm Michael Bay. Yes, I'm. No. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, he did Split. Unbreakable. Oh, uh, Shyamalan. Thank you. I can't remember anybody's fucking name right yeah. now. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, this, I think, was one of his just bangers of a film. What a great, great film, great twist. Uh, you could tell Bruce Willis really bought into this. Uh, him and the young actor. Uh, Haley Joe Osment. Thank you. Uh, he was awesome. And, uh, yeah, just a really great movie. Really great thriller. Really great psychological twist at the end. Mondi, let's get your top five. Excellent. And just regarding that twist, many film snobs consider it like the best twist of all time in mm. mainstream media. So, okay. Uh, my number five for the 90s is 1994's Forrest Gump. Uh, once mm. another Tom Hanks entry. I mean, this movie right here, I had to put it in here because it's just, it's, it's, it's a ride. It's an adventure of somebody's life. And uh, I thought it was, you know, done in the most respectable way possible when dealing with mental illness or whatnot and, mm-hmm. and, and and what Tom Hanks had to go through and overcome and just showing that he's still a light amongst the people that he surrounds and touches and another similar movie that I really enjoyed was done by the same director which came out in 2000 I didn't put it on my list but almost did was uh, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button I just like movies that kind of tell somebody's lifespan from young to old and all the adventures and how they interact with people all that kind of stuff so I had to put that on there uh, it's just a super impactful film anyway and just in the film world number four it's Blade I mean, hey, I couldn't scoff at you. I mean, it's, it's my number four, 1998's mm-hmm. Blade. I mean, like you said, pop, popped out the Marvel Universe. People took Marvel serious after this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wesley Snipes just owns this role. He was born to play this role. Yeah. Um, and, and just the club entrance alone is just one of the most iconic opening sequences in, in, in a movie. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I had to put Blade on there. My number three is Galaxy Quest. Have you ever seen this movie? Never heard of it. Okay, so this is a Star Trek kind of spinoff no, not spinoff slash kind of spoof whatever it stars Tim Allen Sig- Sigourney Weaver um, 
Alan Rickman actually has a, oh. an amazing role in this movie. I, I, I think you really like this movie as well. It's just okay. like uh, this crew uh, who plays like a Star Trek kind of show on TV end up getting put into the real thing. Okay. And they kind of have to... They're slowly learning. That, oh, this isn't a. We're not on on set anymore. We're yeah. like actually dealing with aliens. It's pretty, really good, really funny, and really heartfelt. And uh, Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, and Alan Rickman all deliver amazing performances. Uh, number two for me is Remember the Titans. Now, this is a two thousand movie. Like I said, I, I fucked up, guys. I put nineteen ninety one to two thousand, but Denzel Washington owns this role. Um, this is a movie that, even though it's made by Disney, it just feels so grounded even for a disney movie and just it deals with like the themes of racism and friendship and how football can bring you know or just sports in general mm-hmm. can really just bring all kind of people together uh the heartbreaking ending just an amazing movie man just, if anybody who's in dealing with sports or any kind of kid growing up who's in the sports i think they need to watch this movie at some point or another and number one for me is the matrix i mean 1999 is the matrix i mean i'm pretty sure it's, i don't know if it's yours or not but i'm sure it's in the top three for you um, this just transcended film, as everybody always says. Mm-hmm. The action sequences alone. I remember the little boy trying to dodge bullets, mm-hmm. and like <laughs> so many. Like, this really spawned just a plethora of copycats, or you know. But um, yeah, the Matrix man is just just iconic within itself. You know about the Matrix, of course. So this is this is so interesting. So my top five, I only have two that you had on your list. Okay, and then out of I mean, I guess the other ones wasn't even in your top five. So let's go. Okay. Um, Number five, I have Jurassic Park. This was on your list, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I mean, this movie is just so impactful. Um, it, it's like you said, like after this movie, there we ha- we have all these other horrible sequels. I, I I personally like Jurassic World. I think it was twenty, what fifteen or sixteen's Jurassic World. Um, the sequel to that was terrible, and <laughs> this new one looks terrible. But I'm, I'm going to see it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm, the, the only reason those movies are even relevant is because of this. Mm-hmm. Like this Jurassic Park that Steven Spielberg did all the way back in the early 90s. Like you said, the effects still hold up. The T-Rex looks great. Mm-hmm. The uh, the little splitter thing, whatever the fuck it is, looks great. It's also um, funny how, you know, this movie kind of like laid the foundation for what people think dinosaurs really look like. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, it's just Jurassic Park. Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, got, they got feathers, bitch. <laughs> Ian, Ian Goldblum's character. Uh, whoa. Um... What's the nigga's name, bro? Jeff Goldblum. Thank Jeff you. Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's character, hilarious, uh, great speeches. Life finds a way, bitch. <laughs> um, and yeah, man, this is just a great, great movie. Like, I, I, this is one of the movies that it doesn't matter what I'm doing. If it's on TNT, like it always is, I'm gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what part it's on. I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna thoroughly enjoy. Mm-hmm. Number four, Friday. This mm. is a classic, Monty. You've never seen Friday, right? I have seen it, but remember, I'm not the biggest fan of the Friday movies. I laugh okay. at some parts, but uh, I know as a black person I'm in the minority. But they just don't hit for me. Okay, I know. Sorry. Okay, interesting. And I'm and I'm the one that that, that gets criticized for not liking things that with black people in it. But <laughs> this nigga here had never seen Friday. Anyway, I have seen okay. Friday. Yeah, you saw it once. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you have to love it or you're not black. Okay, mm-hmm. no, I'm just kidding. Uh, guys, come on, uh, Ice Cube at the height of his power. <laughs> yeah. Chris Tucker, um, come on, are you kidding me? Uh, Tiny Lister Jr., rest in peace. Uh, just a, a a great cast. Like, shout out to Ice Cube for putting people on. Like, he he's done that throughout his career. He's given people chances. Uh, this was Chris Tucker's big break in in Hollywood. He got so many roles after this, uh, which we're gonna talk about next. But um, the, the the movie is kind of ridiculous. Like, looking back and like breaking it down, like they're about to get killed for two hundred dollars. But <laughs> you know, um. You know, drug dealers don't play that. Yeah. And I guess maybe twenty dollars was a lot of money. No, it wasn't. But yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. But look, the movie's hilarious. It has nothing but quotables. Uh, it, this is this is an iconic movie. If you if you want to watch anything from the nineties, you want to feel what the nineties was like. Watch Friday. Number three, 
Rush Hour. How is this not on your fucking list? Yeah, almost made it. Almost made it. Nigga, no. Nigga, yeah, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker. I, almost, I know. Nigga, what? Yeah, no. I know. This is one of my favorite film franchises, and there's yeah. only three of these hoes. Yeah. I love every single one. Do they get progressively worse? Of course. I don't care. Give me Did Jackie. You? Give me. I think part two is the best. I respectfully disagree. Okay. That's but <laughs> I think I think the, the first Rush Hour has, has everything, bro. Like, uh... First of all, shout out to Jackie Chan for taking a chance and doing this movie with Chris Tucker because Chris Tucker was just a nigga from Money Talks and Friday at that point. Um, but uh, yeah, this, this movie was absolutely amazing. Action, comedy. Uh, Jackie Chan was made for this. Like this, this movie was made for Jackie Chan. And we're talking quotables. Like this, you understand the words coming out? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Oh, yeah. hey, come on, man. Come on, man. I love this movie. Almost made mine. I love this movie. Number two, this wasn't on your list at all either. Terminator. Mm. Two Judgment Day. Yeah, T two. Steven Spielberg. Almost on my Arnold. Get in the chopper. James no, Cameron. James Cameron. Yeah. yeah, your favorite. Sorry. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on, bro. I've, I, I'm not, not going to spend too much time on this because I talk about this movie too many times. This is the greatest action movie of all time. Mm. All time. I've heard that before. Number one is the Matrix. Um, we know, bitch. This is the Matrix. Okay, <laughs> yeah. it's the fucking Matrix. Yeah. Okay. Great list, Monty. Great list. Excellent. Yours too. <laughs> 